Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. Risk assets experienced a sharp rally, driven mostly by lower-than-expected CPI inflation in the US. A notable deceleration in headline inflation to 3% year-on-year in June, down from 4% a month earlier, and a decline in core inflation to 4.8% from 5.3%, triggered gains in global equity markets. The Nasdaq Composite gained 3.3%, The S&P 500 added 2.4%, both indicators hit a 15-month high. The MSCI Emerging Markets Index rallied 5% on the week. And Europe's stock 600 advanced 3%. On a year-to-date basis, the Nasdaq is 35% higher, while Europe's stock's 50 index is 16% higher in local currency, and 22% in dollar terms. The inflation reading increased investors' expectations that the Fed may not need to raise interest rates as high as previously anticipated, given the disinflation process continues to confirm the downward trend of price pressures. This pulled the dollar sharply lower, and the DXY index fell below 100 points for the first time since March 2022, as it dropped 2.3% on its worst week since November, to the lowest in 15 months. The dollar lost ground against every developed currency, with the euro appreciating 2.4% to 1 spot 1227, cable ending 2% stronger at 1 spot 3086, its highest in 16 months, and the Swiss franc reaching an 8-year high of spot 8617. The inflation update led to a sharp reversal in bond prices, with yields falling across tenors in all developed markets, excluding Japan. 10-year U.S. Treasury yields closed at 3.82%, German boons at 2.48%, and British gilts at 4.45%. The U.S. Treasury yield curve inversion steepened 5 basis points, to minus 93 basis. In single stock markets, the earnings season for the second quarter began with positive results by large banks, as J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup, all beat estimates for revenue and profits. Shares were little changed on the week with JP Morgan adding 4%, Wells Fargo 2%, and Citigroup ending unchanged after losing 4% on Friday, given profits plunged 36% year-on-year. United Health, the country's largest healthcare company, also reported solid figures with profits up by 8% to $5.4 billion, and shares added 4%. On the mega-cap segment, the biggest movers include NVIDIA up by 7%, to accumulate a 211% return in 2023, by far the best mega-cap, and Meta platforms, which said that 100 million people downloaded the Threads app to compete with Twitter, gaining 6% on the week. Moving on to central bank action. The Bank of Canada lifted interest rates by 25 basis points as expected to 5%, a 22-year high and signaled further hikes ahead. 
The Bank of Korea left its rate unchanged at 3.5%, but maintained a hawkish tone as price pressures remained. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand kept its benchmark rate unchanged at 5.5%, and plans to maintain a restrictive policy for the foreseeable future, after 12 straight hikes for a total of 525 basis points. The minutes of the European Central Bank meeting last month showed a clear hawkish stance. The report anticipated another 25 basis point hike for the July 27 meeting. In emerging markets, the Reserve Bank of Peru kept its policy rate unchanged at 7.75% for the sixth straight month but did not rule out the need for tighter conditions. On the commodities front, most futures gained with crude oil ending around 2% higher. Brent closed at $80 and WTI at $75.50. The grains and metals sectors rallied sharply, with corn adding 7% to $6 per bushel, or $236 per tonne, ahead of tomorrow's expiry of the Black Sea export deal between Moscow and Kyiv. Base metals also traded firmer after China announced measures to stimulate the economy, a softer dollar, and a request by the European aluminium trade body to ban Russian aluminium exports, excluding world leader Rusal, which accounts for 6% of global output. A Chinese central bank official said that the bank will use various policy tools, including the reserve requirement ratio and the medium-term lending facility rate, to stimulate growth. Equities in the mainland gained 2%, and Hong Kong stocks rallied nearly 6%. China recorded a second straight month of declining consumer prices, at minus 0.2% month-on-month, as the economy faces deflationary risks. Producer prices plunged 5.4% year-on-year in June. Exports suffered the sharpest decline in almost three years, on weaker global demand. Lastly, the cryptocurrency sector received a legal boost after a US judge ruled in favor of Ripple Labs, the creator of the XRP token, in its three-year battle against the SEC regarding the registration of the token as a security. A federal judge ruled that the XRP token was not necessarily a security on its face, except when it was sold to raise funds from institutions, leading to a partial victory for the crypto company. The XRP token jumped 59% to $0.74, cents, for a total market cap of $39 billion, to become the third-largest non-stable coin crypto, after Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin is trading unchanged on the week, at $30,306, as the rally was purely on the altcoin sector, with Solana advancing 29%, Polygon 15%, and Cardano 12%. That's all for this week. Please subscribe to the channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription service. Have a good week.